0: welcome you're listening to the spa business mastery podcast a place for team and solo spa owners to learn how to scale their business growth and impact by implementing thriving systems and strong leadership oh the weather outside
1: welcome back spa owners it is that time of year again kirsten's got the music playing and we want to talk about the clock is ticking um, if you haven't started your holiday marketing, then this is your sign to start because oftentimes we find that, and you've probably experienced this yourself, it's that January slump. So we want to talk today about um your November marketing and three holiday marketing ideas so that you can have a busy January. So we talk we talk about the January blues in the spa industry, and it's a real thing, right? Oh, God. So,
0: Yeah, it is like, it is rough, rough, rough.
1: (laughs) And what it can look like for spa owners and team members come the new year um, and clients is, so first of all, for our clients, uh, we're noticing, you've likely noticed too, that your bookings are inconsistent. Um, Our consumers are, they've spent all throughout the winter, all throughout the season, they've got fatigue and they're either, you know, shopped out, tired, spending time with family or on vacation. So You know, your bookings can be very inconsistent in the new year you've ramped up throughout the holidays and then nothing Uh, for your team members. um, Your service providers are likely exhausted from the holiday rush and the holidays.
0: Do you remember those days, Delia?
1: Oh, I sure do. I remember high fiving in the hallway, like, you know, working 12 hour shifts and just go, 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 go. And it was great. I was completely exhausted. And then January would come and everybody's standing there going, oh, how are we going to get more bookings? And, you know, we're unmotivated and cranky because it's slow, but at the same time, we're all panicking for
0: more money. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you're kind of in, like everybody's in this little paradox where they're absolutely exhausted from December rush. Um, There's not usually enough time and rest between closing the doors on the 24th. I mean, mm-hmm. I used to lock the door on the 24th and just feel this physical, <sighs> like, Oh my God. Yeah. But especially if you're open in between Christmas and new years, mm-hmm. like nobody has time to recover from that. So either exhausted, but then they're, they are also the consumers, so their yep. bank accounts are low, and they're needing, you know, a more cash flow. So yeah, the January is this kind of paradox, or in the in the spa where everybody's exhausted, but we're all like, ah, we need more bookings because we see all these big gaps in the in the in our days, right?
1: Um, and then you know that's so your team members are feeling that, and spa owners you guys are stressed out i've been there i know what it's like you're stressed out because you're exhausted you know you're you're sitting there looking at your books and you're wondering like how am i going to reach my sales goals this month how am i going to um you know every january is that scary slow how am i going to pay my bills how am i going to pay my team Right, it's it's a constant. You know, sometimes uh, before I got my S H I T together, um, <laughs> it was a constant. Like I'd be up in the middle of the night just with that anxious, sick, feeling. This, this sick feeling, like oh my goodness, what like what am I gonna do? So you know, I I knew that it, I couldn't survive uh, maintaining you know the January the January scary slow. So. Um, but before we, you know, we don't want to we don't want to scare you too much because we are here as always with you know some of our some of our tactics. Um and dog, my dog is here too, (laughs) as always, Stella. Let's
0: let's talk about some of the good stuff about December, um, because it can also, as a spa owner, kind of mess us up strategically in some ways, because December is typically such a great revenue month Mm -hmm. that you know. It feels good <laughs> yeah <laughs> so fully booked um you've had sales like ringing through um so there's been gift buying whether um uh, you know like products that kind of thing retail bundles uh mm-hmm. service gift certificates um so there's a lot of money coming in um particularly with those spa gift certificates that's a little bit of a financial well that's actually a really big financial blind spot because It absolutely gives spa owners a false sense of security. Um, And that money, just like heads up, if you're new to the spa industry, your gift certificate money is actually considered a liability until it's redeemed. So what that means in normal speak is that it's not your money yet. Don't spend your gift certificate money until that gift certificate has been redeemed. Then it's your money. Okay. So many spa owners have gotten themselves in a huge pickle by, um, thinking they've got all this cash flow with their gift certificate money in the bank account. It's not, it's not really theirs to spend. And then they spend it. (laughs) And then the gift certificates get redeemed throughout the, you know, the next six months in the year. And you're like, so I, 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 uh, I used to work for somebody who
1: would do that. She would, you know, get, would sell tons of gift cards throughout the holiday season. And then come January, she spent all that money and we're still getting paid, but she's cash at she's cash, yeah. cash strapped. And then what she ended up doing was limiting how many people could come in yes. for spa day or, or whatnot yeah. That's, to try and manage that financial burden. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And like, exactly.
0: That is not good business practice when it comes to spas. Like you don't restrict your gift certificates. The people, somebody has paid cash, you know, money for that service. There should not be any restrictions around it. So. um If you got yourself into a pickle last year with your gift cards, this is your, um, this is your call to action to get a different bank account, gift certificate, call it gift certificates, move over the gift certificate money there. So you're not tempted to spend it and then move back into your income account once gift cards have been redeemed. So that's my little, our little rant about gift certificates in December, because, um, it, it can really put you in a huge financial jam, big, big, big time. So, you know, back to the good stuff about December, there's lots of money coming in. That feels really great. Um, but we also know for those of us that have been in the industry for a long time, that seasonality in January comes every year, every year. And, you know, I know a lot of you spot owners uh, have been noticing it's been a bit of a struggle this this summer and fall. Um, it wasn't like last year. Um and I don't like to use the R word at all because um I think we can do a lot to manage our own businesses and in you know when things are look like they're down. What's the um, R word. What's that? Recession. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I had a couple words come to my mind,
0: but yeah. So, you know, I, I don't like to I know it's a thing, but I don't like to mentally buy into it because it can get some stinking thinking going on and you know, it's, you have, you have actions you can take, which is why we're here. So let's talk about that. So December is awesome. Mm -hmm. All right, then what happens in January?
1: (laughs) Well, then what happens in January? So it's like crickets, you know, everybody is tired, shopped out. And, um, you know, it's the scary stuff that starts coming afterwards. So we've got the post-holiday fatigue, we've got financial constraints, um, and we know that that can be a scary and lonely place, as we said for spa owners, and how I mentioned, you know, like up at night, stressed out, and we get it. And so, you know, but the last thing that you've you planned all your holiday stuff, but the last thing you want to think about after the holiday rush is more marketing. So you're you're tapped out, you're financially tapped out, you're emotionally tapped tapped out. But the thing is, is that, and we've we talk about this all the time. If you want financial and mental freedom in your spa business. Um, You cannot be consistent, like you can't, you can't be running on that hamster wheel over and over and over again without making any changes and always coming up with, you know, last minute marketing ideas. Like they need to be top of mind. And so if you get anything out of this today, um, you know, if you hear anything from us, you please understand that marketing consistency equals more opportunity for your bookings and sales. Nice
0: can I just yeah. one here because I want to just kind of go back to what you were saying about financial and mental freedom, mm-hmm. y'all. I know you want freedom in your business. Like, if if we could pick the the core wish mm-hmm. <laughs> for you, it is to have financial and mental freedom in your business. Here's the thing: if you want that freedom, it it freedom comes through discipline. Mm-hmm. Period. So we're just peeling the onion here for you. So if you're like, "What is? What do I need to do? What's working? What's not working?" It has to do with um, that, you know, that discipline. And in this situation, we're talking about is the discipline of getting started with your January marketing earlier than you normally do. (laughs) As Delia (laughs) was like motioning. Right now, <laughs> start right now, <laughs> right
1: now. All right, so what we're gonna do is we are gonna share with you our three marketing ideas so that you can start promoting, uh, start planning now, start promoting in Jan- in December, um, so that you can come out strong in January and still have those bookings, so Kirsten. And,
0: and yes, you're right, that, Delia Wright, that um, implement your January marketing in December. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's, here's why. You've got a really busy December. There's lots of volume going through, right? Take advantage of that volume of people coming through and give those um, clients a bounce back uh, coupon for a January service. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it just adds that little bit of a, you know, a little dangle of the carrot for them in in January. So um, there's you can do um you can do like a, a, a treatment. Every treatment with purchase with your clients, they get they get to pick a surprise that they can use in January. Um, you can do a bounce back offer, so it could be like um, a a winter facial in January, and you don't even necessarily have to put it on sale. You can it's it's just a special offer um, that you are giving your clients first dibs to. Um, there's all sorts of ways that you can do, um, these little bounce backs. I know one of my clients, uh, Kathy, she is a waxing specialist and she has a giving tree or giving garland. And she gives, she makes little ornaments. uh, She gets those little plastic ornament balls and she puts little gifts inside, uh, the ornaments. And when you come as a client in, in December, you pick this, um, you pick your ornament and you get your little gift to come back in January for a service. So those are, those are some ideas in, uh, as far as gifting your existing clients, um, so that they can can come back in January. So it's a January bounce back is what this technique is called.
1: And I used to do, um, I had the, the giving tree, I think Kirsten, you had one as well, but I, I would go just to the dollar store. Like you don't even have to, you know, spend a ton of money on these little ideas, but Um, It was a Christmas calendar, it was a felt calendar, had all the little pockets in it. And, you know, from the first to the December, from the first to the 31st, and they could pick a number and in each one was um, a bounce back offer. And what I would do is, um, it was, I didn't have 31 different offers, I would, you know, kind of put a bundle in specific dates, but I would always kind of have like this grand, grand prize. So they knew that there was this, you know, big special that was in there for them and, and it got them excited so um, they would get that. The other um, piece that uh, we just talked about above um, in <laughs> is our gift card promotion so you know people still love getting gift cards it's a great way to, um, you know, give somebody especially when it's a spa treatment they just eat that all up. But. You know as much as and I know we stress this already but as much as gift cards have the potential to be your revenue bo- booster in January you have to be smart about your gift certificates and your money management and so like Kirsten said I did the exact same thing in my business the gift cards would uh, get purchased all that money at the end of the weeks when we did our our weekly uh, money transfers and taxes and all that all that money would go into a special account that was not allowed to be touched. We would move every time a client would book that treatment. Again, we do it all at the end of the week, add it all up, move that money back over into our regular account because that's now our money. So um, if if you go ahead and spend your gift card money ahead of the game, then you're going to be like I explained, you know, the one business owner that I worked for did she's freaking out because she doesn't have she's paying all of her team to basically free services in her mind right no, so
0: it's just it's just so cringy when it it's gets so done. cringy
1: yeah so for gift cards um you know uh some of the things that you can do and I know Danielle Warner has her uh what does she call it I can't remember um, what it's it um buy 100
0: give 100, um, 100, give 100. yeah and so Um, I know she's promoted this type of gift card promotion for many, many years, and I know lots of spas have tried it. I haven't, I never tried it myself. Um, but that particular technique is you buy, uh, the consumer buys a hundred dollar gift card from you, and then they get five $20 gift cards, um, that the client can give to whomever, whomever they want. So it's, it's more of a, a lead generator um, type of tactic for gift cards that works really well, uh, in the seasonality of, of Christmas for sure.
1: Well, and especially if you're giving it a gift, if your clients are giving it to new, new people, then that's kind of almost like a referral program built, built in. Right. So yeah. Um, okay. What else? So we've got the gift card promotions and what else do we have? Kristen?
0: Um, so we also have, uh, another idea here is to have like a winter wellness, uh, service or a winter wellness event or workshop something in that is specific for January um that's just a little bit different so you know workshops or events um you know we've always said that hosting an event at the perfect time is when the spa is slow. So, you know, event season, as far as the spa industry goes, is often like October, beginning of November, right? It's our slower time. Why don't you use that slow time as an opportunity to uh, build out an event? Now, we also understand how much work events are. So uh, we would definitely encourage you to keep it a very simple event, you know, um, like don't you don't need to get fancy with, you know, bevies and food. Like people, people don't want that or really they don't value it the same anymore. They're really just are looking for information and knowledge and like subject matter expertise, which you guys all are. Um, so you know, some ideas for like a winter wellness event would just, you know, waste for self-care in the winter. Um, especially, you know, if you live in a colder climate, it you know, it can really affect uh, mental health when it comes to kind of fall, winter, not not quite into spring yet. We kind of, some of us white knuckle our way through it. Yeah. And I think
1: it's, you know, um, we, we talked about how like consumers are burnt out, spent out, but at the same time, um, when we're positioning this as uh, self-care and, you know, for the better of your mental health, people value that kind of stuff because they know they're willing to spend money on things that are going to make them feel better. Right. So don't let that holiday post burnout kind of sway you away from, from promoting that to your
0: clients. And you know, the, it, you can look at it as almost, um, healing for yourself as well. Like, you know, whether, you know, if you are going to be presenting, then, you know, you're going to be doing a deep dive into, you know, your own, into self-care and wellness and, we gotta walk or talk, peeps. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that as spa professionals, we are really not good at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe use it as a, what I used to wash my face with. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I know thinking about planning an event, you know, in December you're gonna be too busy to plan an event. That's why we're saying you have to plan this stuff in November. Um mm-hmm so that you can just hit implementation button come January, right?
1: All right. So we said we've got our January bounce back. We've got our gift card promotions that we just talked about, and we've got our winter wellness workshop or event or, or service offer. So now we wanna talk about the January survival marketing strategy. Um, so first step is start planning and strategizing in November. Now at the very, very latest, cause you're gonna need the time to collect your ideas and get them fleshed out and organized. Um, always keep your offers very easy and straightforward. Um, you know We've said it before, confused mind usually says no. So we just wanna make sure that it's super clear. Your messaging is clear. Your pricing is clear. Always include a expiry on your bounce back. So generally we want them uh, coming back in in January because that's the whole idea. So a 30 day expiry from, uh, so it would last for the month of January. You also wanna make sure that if you have a team um, that your team understands the offers and they're set up with um, you know, proper verbiage and so that they're feeling confident in explaining and sharing with, with the clients um and also make sure that you're promoting your in spa marketing so i always used to make sure that i had little um i think they were five by sevens on little frames that you can get and they would sit or if i had a, a glass on top of my desk or wherever i was working um i'd slide it underneath but every station that i had it was a full service spa um so all treatment rooms bathrooms um I would have all my in-spa marketing up there and clients see it and clients ask. And you also want to make sure that obviously you're, you're including that in part of your conversations. So we want you to start now in November so that you can implement this starting December 1st. Um, And what you're going to do for the implementation in December 1st, we want to see it, you know, make sure you're updating your website homepage. Um, Oftentimes you might still have your summer features on there. so. I've seen that quite a bit um, so this could look like either a featured image you know at the very very top of your page where you're kind of on your home page where your featured image is um, you could put it on a little uh, block kind of just you know maybe down a little bit further on your home page um, but make sure that your website's updated because people are going to go to your website to oh, look for pop-up. your specials.
0: Pop-up, mm-hmm. like do a pop-up on you uh, for, yep. for December for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Pop up is you know you've seen them; they come up, and and uh, you can enter your your email address, and you can you, get it, your. You email just
0: do a pop up of like a like a notice. Yeah. Um, True too. Yeah,
1: yeah, Um and then make sure that when you're, you want to be posting on social media, and not just one post <laughs> for the entire month. That's
0: not enough. Not enough. Not enough.
1: And you have to understand, um, not everybody is going to see your post, so it is not being repetitive. It is not being redundant. It's not overdoing it. Um, and if, and if people start seeing, even you want to change up your, um, your little graphics and stuff too, because if people start seeing the same graphics over and over again, they kind of turn a blind eye to it. Cause they're like, oh, I've already, I've already read it again. So make sure that you're kind of approaching it in, in different ways on your social media. So, I mean, you can share it as a post, um, put it on your stories. You can make reels about it and come up with some pretty creative ideas for your socials. Um, also your email marketing so these are going to your email marketing should be top priority because again we've talked about you know these are your warm audience these are these are people who are likely already doing business with you uh, but one email isn't going to cut it so um, ideally at least two emails but if you can send them and you don't have to reinvent the wheel um, you know you can change up maybe just a heading or or whatnot Um, but make sure that you're sending out multiple emails oh, so that and
0: especially if you are having an event in January okay. one thousand percent you need way more emails than you even think so if you think that you know doing two emails a month is like over the top when you do an event like that is not even nearly enough to be to do the job of event planning and getting registration in there when um, we do
1: our, our event planning I think there's um Leading up to the event, and we're talking a seven to 10 day window leading up to the event, there's about five, six emails going out.
0: And, and they're, they're not all salesy emails. They're so no salesy. They, nope. yeah, at all. So, but just, just, you know, just know that if you are planning an event, you need way more emails to mm-hmm. generate interest and to get um, those signups than you think you do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, so that's those are the things that uh, we recommend um, to make sure that you can carry through your January um, with revenue coming in and your team still not chomping at the bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we, you know, both Delia and I know what it's like to be awake at three o'clock in the morning, stressing about money, you know, wondering how we're gonna fill our team's schedules, and you know, just the the nail bitingness of it all. Um, and it really, and that feels super overwhelming at like three in the morning when you're worrying about it, you think, how am I going to do this? Well, this and- summer, or last January and the January before. So what I really encourage you to do, so remember what I said that um, freedom comes with discipline. Uh, I very highly recommend if you want to somebody to do this with as far as support and guide you through it so you're not feeling like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to repeat the same stuff I'm doing last year then I really encourage you to book uh, a first-time coaching call with Delia if you haven't already um, used your first-time coaching call, marketing coaching call with her before, because in that hour, she will 100% um, help you with your ideas, get them solidified, and leave you with an action plan to implement so that, you know, you're not just kind of dangling and feeling overwhelmed and then just saying, screw it. I'm, this is too much as so I'm too busy. And then getting to January and going "Ah, oh, oh, no. again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. you can reach Delia, uh, uh, reach out to her at Delia D E L I A at kirstenfoss.com. Uh, or you can DM us on any of our social channels and we'll get back to you with that. Absolutely. Well, that was great. Thanks, Kirsten. So, everybody, let's get going. <laughs> let's start planning that
1: holiday. Cue the Christmas music.
0: And since we've no place to go. I'm
1: moving to California so it doesn't snow. But. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Make sure that you listen or follow, hit that follow button, and so you never miss another episode of the Spa Business Mastery Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. And Kirsten will be back in a few weeks with her business with her business podcast.
0: <laughs> see y'all then. Bye. Bye.